You're now tuning into All In with the Allens. Good, Good morning. morning. You are back to just me and Abby. And I'm after last week's amazing episode. Hopefully that's not too big of a letdown. I was that was thinking, so much fun. I was thinking this morning, like, well, we're back to boring episodes. Sorry, y'all. No, but the thing is, we actually probably should have recorded this episode like the very next day. Because the energy for the episode at that time nope. could have been <laughs> like yeah, at we the extreme. It but was then good. again, maybe we shouldn't have. <laughs> it was good. We appreciate you all. Mainly, Chelsea's pregnant. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, so we still excited. can't believe it. We'll, we'll say it like all the time. <laughs> yeah, we're so excited. And the support you all gave. And Chelsea and Clay are so happy and appreciative. And Lindsay enjoyed recording with us. So it was, oh, it I was loved a it. blast. Thank when you Lindsay all so much. showed up too, it was just like the no. icing on the cake. It yeah, was so that's what you all don't know is like, I had told Lindsay to stop. I was staying at my mom's that weekend and I told her like, yeah, stop by, you know, whenever. And we were about to record me and Chelsea and Amy and Lindsay just walked in the basement and it was perfect timing. It really was. Um, well, where so to start? The Bengals didn't win the Super Bowl in case you. Um, yeah, that's where I thought we'd start the sports. <laughs> Yeah, luckily that feels a long time ago. Does that really Sunday feel like that feels like an extremely long time ago? Okay, so on the half, I mean, on that, the halftime show was, I mean, phenomenal. I've rewatched it multiple times. I don't know anybody our age or like in our generation who didn't think it was the best. You know, um, and I've said this multiple times, the, um, moments after the halftime show are one of my top least favorite times on social media every year and I made a status about it one year I can't remember oh I think I said like here comes all the boomers not enjoying the show um which I guess would have been the same thing Sunday well I got the most likes on a tweet ever after the halftime show so hashtag famous but (laughs) um it it wasn't that many but I don't know. I just don't know. The energy was so good. What wasn't there to enjoy about it? And my biggest thing is no one like really cares if you didn't like it. So you don't need to make a Facebook status about it. Maybe this is just mine and your mindset in life. And it it probably is. But like, if I enjoy something, I'll talk about it. And if I don't enjoy something, I'll just bitch solely to you about it. Like I'm not going to put my feelings out on the internet about every little thing. Like if it brings me joy and I think it would bring others joy. I might tweet about it or make a Facebook post, but if it's like negative or something that I feel that, you know, maybe it brought other people joy, but I didn't like it. I'll just text you and be like, that was stupid, but (laughs) I I know for, yeah. And I don't, I guess hard to grasp the other mindset of where you would run straight to social media, but okay. So yeah, sort of of a rough week, I guess for sports, because then Kentucky comes and plays just absolutely awful. Lost to Tennessee Tuesday night, and it was just an annoying start to the week because we were all tired Monday, right, from the Super Bowl, and then, and the Bengals lost, and then I'm like, we have to stay up so late on Tuesday. Nick almost came home from work, took NyQuil to take a nap, and then, but I was like, do not do that. Like, you will not wake up. Um, Yeah, no. I never go to sleep, like, in the middle of games or anything like that, and I didn't go to sleep, but I went to bed with about six minutes left, and I was like, just yell at me if you know, they anything crazy happens, but it was, who do they play awful. tomorrow? 
Oh, let's look. It's right here. One o'clock tomorrow, we play at Rupp, um, Alabama. Ooh. Well, we've got a lot to prove. That'll be a good one. Yeah, that was just... Tata's got to stay healthy. Like, I don't, I don't know what else to say. Like, I'm not trying to be a bitch, but he does. And he was a little bit of a sourpuss and maybe he was just in a lot of pain and I'm not talking badly about him because I like him and he's like energy and he's funny when he dances and all that, but it didn't help that the bench wasn't as excited. I don't know. I don't know if he's the kind of the one that leads that energy and excitement and because he wasn't feeling it and he was just sitting there and nobody else. Right. But then Rob Strong. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I love that. Amy, that was hilarious. Because, like, of course, Nick doesn't, you know, you and I know. Me, between me and you and Lindsay, we know the ins and outs of, like, anybody. Oh, everybody on that bench. Yeah. <laughs> but not just basketball. Just in life. If they're sort of famous, me or Amy or Lindsay probably know about them in their life. Um, and that happened. And I was like, Nick that's Rob Strong. And he's like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> and then all of a sudden Twitter's blowing up with it. And it was really funny, but. He, I was like, please don't actually do anything to oh him. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, yeah. So Kentucky basketball needs to get back, back together, back, shit back together. Um, I found out coach Cal had a closed practice yesterday. I had a friend who was supposed to go to practice. I'm not going to talk much about that on here but um he almost got there and coach Cal closed practice and I'm like well that kind of makes sense because he was probably pissed off right I um, our majority of practice is open to it's like, not like reporters. Open to the public right, I think it's right. press and then whoever <laughs> that sounded so stupid I think <laughs> it's press and then like people who are special invites but it was closed to even the press well, hopefully they got a good practice in then. Yeah, I hope so too. Maybe some yelling at all. What are you eating? Mm, yogurt. I have been really into it. Van- it's not healthy, so don't. Um, <laughs> vanilla yogurt with some slivered almonds and granola. Well, that's so, not like super unhealthy. No. I go in kicks with yogurt. Like, I don't know <laughs> if it's the texture, but I'll really enjoy it for a while. And then... I, I, well, I do that with a lot of foods and then I burn myself out and I have to go to the grocery today. Well, that's how mine's in the, I don't like Greek yogurt at all, like at all. And Nick likes Greek yogurt. So um, yeah, it's yeah, a little chalky, isn't it? Yeah. Just a little, um, no, to me, it's like a little bitter. Like I just can't, can't get it. Even if I like mask it with some granola, then what's the point? Like I should just eat regular yogurt and enjoy it. Um, let me see here. What was I going to say? Um, sorry, I got a text from my boss. So it's like, when I see that name, it like stresses no, me No, you're fine. I think we were both distracted for like 30 seconds. So sorry, you guys, because the text popped up on my end too. We um, haven't been to grocery in forever. Like we are eating, we're in that mode where we're eating like what's left in our fridge and eating out. Yeah. I know you can't really eat out, but we're eating out. Well, no, I, I do eat out sometimes like last night, every time when I wait until the last minute, but last night, the weather, like there was no <laughs> chance I was going to the grocery, No, but, um, I always get to Zeke's because it's still healthy and I snap Lindsay mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, when I avoid going to the grocery, it's to Zeke's again. And it was so good. But, um, so if I wasn't like trying to eat healthier, I would get the Euro or however people say it. But I just get, it's called like the grilled chicken feast and it comes with 
grilled chicken that's like seasoned really good and this amazing rice and then a like little side Caesar salad and it's mm. so good I wish it was not yeah, a right. um okay the Olympics have you been watching it all no because um I I mean I realized they were on but why does no one talk about it well <laughs> like literally it's no or maybe they are and I don't know but like we've been watching no it one's some, talking but about like, it the government, I'm not going to get into, um, because I don't know the specifics, so I don't want to speak on something I don't know 100%, but the U.S., the United States government kind of like, mm, we didn't like pull out of it, clearly, because we have a USA team there, so I'm trying to explain this in the only way I know, but they kind of said they weren't endorsing it this year. That's not the word they used, and I'll figure it out, and I'll correct myself next week, but they weren't like getting behind it, mainly because like China, I mean, <laughs> you know, there's some shit, like, okay, um, so I think that's why there's, like, it's downplayed, I don't know if that's why, but, like, mom and I were watching last weekend, and, because I'd already said to Nick, like, isn't it weird how, like, we're kind of watching, like, every night we'll scroll through it, but, like, not, like, previous years, and so then to mom, I was, like, it's so weird, and she's, like, it's kind of weird we're watching, and I'm, like, I know, see, okay, thank you, it is kind of weird we're watching, because, yes, like, I do think the government, did that yeah because I mean in the summers like they're the last summer Olympics like I mean all social media was blowing up clearly like gymnastics track and field like all of that everybody was bought in yes 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 yes. so talk about the tinder splendor whatever that's called (laughs) tinder swindler um I'd say most people have watched it because this should have been on well last week Lindsay afterwards Lindsay was like why didn't we talk about the tinder swindler I'm like gosh I don't know um Oh my gosh. So it's on Netflix. Maybe I'll watch something productive. Well, that's not productive, but maybe I'll watch something today. But it's like an hour and a half. So you should be able to. Um, It's just a movie. It's not a show. But it's a documentary about this guy who is a Tinder swindler. He met women on Tinder and convinced them that he was loaded, loaded, loaded. Like the first date, he flew them across the world, you know, that kind of thing. and then within a few months, started asking for large amounts of money. Like he's being chased. He's sending pictures and videos of like his bodyguard getting his head beat in. Not the actual act of it, but just a video like in the back of an ambulance where he's bleeding and stuff. What? Um, and girls just send him money and money and money. And I'm like, and they're going broke. I mean, these women are going broke. And they think that they're like saving him and they're in love and he's being, you know, like, stalked and like in all this trouble and is this real life yes oh Oh my my gosh yes and like he's never been in trouble for any of it like at all like really um and he's like on Instagram like he's he's still he's banned from dating apps because (laughs) of like I guess Tinder and Bumble and everything we're like you're not allowed on our platforms but he's still on like social media yeah that's crazy it's the weirdest thing because it's just like here's my opinion. I mean, if we'd been together, like, I mean, Nick and I have almost been together nine years. So like, if we'd been together that long, then I'd probably give you some money and like help you if I thought you were being about to be killed. But if not, (laughs) I'm not a sending you $25,000. No, I mean, I'm not sending you you $2,500, honestly. Um, Right. But also I'd be like, well, that sounds like a little messy for me. So I think I'm out. (laughs) I would be like, I want none of this drama. Yeah, sorry, 25K is not coming your way. 
Um, yeah, I couldn't imagine doing that. And then the second you hit send, you're like, woo. Yeah. Life is uh, oh fuck. awful. And he blows them up and just like constantly requests more money. He gets them to enroll in credit cards and send him the credit card. And oh my gosh. Oh, please don't ev- ever let me be like so blinded. <laughs> Buy something. Luckily, I tell Abby like pretty much every aspect of my life. So if that was happening, she would know and be able to step in. What I was just thinking is you're admittedly not good at taking advice. (laughs) What if you wouldn't listen to me? No, you're right. But I mean, I'm pretty sure over, I don't think it'd ever be a thought for me to send somebody 25K. I think I'd have an intervention. Um, So the the last episode was big because obviously we announced that Chelsea's pregnant. Oh, Chelsea announced it. I don't know why I'm trying to take credit for that. Um, <laughs> and also announced that they're not finding out the gender. Yes. Ah! So do, we want to know if you all found out the gender because I thought like everybody found out the gender, but now that she didn't, I'm finding stories of people who didn't find out the gender. So I mean, really I think obviously it's definitely the norm yeah, that yeah. people do, especially with their first, but I, I've said, always said that I love the idea of not, mm-hmm. I don't know that I'd be able to do it. I'd like to think that I could, um, but that's yeah that's gonna be even more exciting because like you see on movies when the dad walks out and they're like it's a you know boy Mm -hmm. or girl and that's just the most like exciting thing ever I cannot wait to find out what they're having and it's gonna be the most beautiful baby regardless I feel like so many people um around us are pregnant pregnant right now too maybe not so many but it feels Mm. like quite a few like I can't wait for the duns either like Uh oh that's going to be two set of parents that are just like the cutest little things. I know. I'm like afraid to say any more names. Cause I'm like, is that public yet? Like, I'm trying to Yeah. We would have had to edit that out. Luckily, luckily the duns are. But like, yes, everybody, I truly, everybody's pregnant right now. Um, which I don't know if that helps or hurts my baby fever. Yeah. I don't know. Luckily, I mean, I, I mean, I'm definitely like the outlier here because you know, most people, once they have one kid and then like yeah. everybody else around them would start or, you know, it's just almost sort of natural to have another or to slip up again or something. And I mean, thank the Lord that I am the outlier, but I definitely do not have the any desire. sense of baby fever. No, because, and you forget about all those things, like all the late nights and the yeah. newborn cries and changing like 20 diapers in a freaking day, not to <laughs> scare all you, um, pregnant people that are about to experience all that but then you're like mm, no I'm I'm good I'm you're sleeping good. through the night <laughs> I'm a, well no. I'm not really but not. I could <laughs> when um last night well so when Chelsea told us she was pregnant y'all um Nick was like okay this is great because this is gonna really delay Abby's baby fever and it kind of has <laughs> like not in a it hasn't delayed it. It's just like, it's appeasing it. If that makes sense. It's like, I'm fine because we have this exciting thing to be excited about. And Abby would never want to get pregnant while like someone else was, because she would be like, Oh, I'm I'm trying to take their spotlight. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, but last night we were sitting there like on the couch and the cats were sleeping and I was like, I'm going to go to bed. Wouldn't it be nice, Nick, if you had like a little baby to hold while I slept and the cats slept and he's like, (laughs) Abby, 
that's my fear. That's exactly what it would be all the time. Every night you'd be like, okay, babe, I'm going to bed, me and the cats and you and the baby. Oh my gosh, would that be nice if you had a baby to hold while the rest of us are sleeping? Like, no, that's probably not the dream. <laughs> um, so we do want to know if you found out the gender. And honestly, I kind of want to know what you think Chelsea's baby is. So if you have a strong yes. opinion about boy or girl, what I have in my head what I think it is for sure. I do too. Are we not talking about it publicly? I don't know. I told Clay what I thought it was. Oh, do you want? I don't know. I think it's a girl. <laughs> I think it's a girl too. But then once I saw its little profile in that last ultrasound, I was like, I can totally see it being a boy too. Those little lips and nose. Oh. I know. I know the nose. But I mean, those ultrasounds are so wild. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, it's well, just the wild thing crazy. is like how we could literally see its nose and lips and it was she's what 16 weeks or something yes mm. august will be here before we know it honestly the weeks are just like flying by yeah. in life period like because and mm -hmm. i guess we're just living every day like that we wake up go to work come home and you know as the like token white people line just live in the American dream like yeah. that's what but um yeah I don't know people are definitely yeah. gonna start showing up to class early and um be in the middle of recording Abby's on class week this week yeah today's the last day of class so I'm honestly with Super Bowl that late UK game class and then Wednesday night I had a late dinner I didn't get home till midnight and so it has been one of those like very tiring weeks so I am you all I'm like I'm sleeping in Saturday morning like even if that's nine o'clock do not wake me up no yeah and that's the whole thing even if if you just get to wake up without an alarm clock that's yes. what sleeping in is as an adult but today I think as soon as we get done recording uh, I'm gonna try so hard because I really do want to nap because I know it's gonna feel so good but I'm gonna try really hard to take a nap and you guys I just got a new sectional this week I wish uh, Abby was here to sit on it and record me with too. me because it is so if you need to know the uh, brand or like name, if you're looking for a sectional, it is so comfortable and multiple people I know already have it, but I'm absolutely obsessed with it. I could sleep on the couch forever. Oh, so you know people who have that couch? That's great. Mandy, Mandy has it. Hmm. Wow. How random. I know she sent pictures or like uploaded pictures of when they did their remodel and I'm like wait I'm pretty sure that's the couch that I ordered wow I know nice um so Wordle I know nobody cares but New York Times bought Wordle and it's been a little more annoying this week everybody's a little we're all struggling with our Wordles so you know if you're losing sleep over that I think um, I saw where you like had I don't know I guess maybe lost one without getting the word and I'm like, oh, I know that annoyed her so bad. <laughs> I did. Um, is it almost Girl Scout cookie season? Oh, it's they're they're out at the at Kroger. Okay. It's already season. That's because, how you know I haven't been to Kroger. <laughs> uh, when I went in last time, I mean, the sweetest little girls. I should have just donated, but um, you know, they were asking if I wanted cookies. I'm like, yes, yes, I do, but I can't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's your favorite? Oh gosh, well. I think it just depends. So I love caramel delights. Like that's always mm -hmm. up there. Thin mints mm -hmm. in the freezer. If you freeze mm -hmm. them, super mm -hmm. good. Um, what are I've been liking the lemon or peanut butter? 
Yeah, I like lemon. I like Oof. peanut butter patty, the one that's covered in chocolate. Yes. Oh, mm. I, I mean, there's not one that I would turn down if somebody <laughs> put a box. Um, this week has been tough, not with like meals, because I'm actually at the point with like eating healthier that I don't have the desire to like eat junk. Like I, I really mm. don't. But snacking wise, Kingston brought home like three bags full of Valentine's Day candy. Oh my God. And that has literally been so tempting. And I did have a couple of those um, Sour Patch kids you got him. Yeah. <laughs> so good. But I Valentine's Day has been my weakness this week. <laughs> oh, you know, Valentine's Day. Um, do you want to, what do you want to talk about? Let's see. What do I have written down there? If Everything tell me else is, is emotional. <laughs> yeah. And so that's why I was saying that we should yeah. have recorded um, like in the heat of the moment because you all know me and my emotions are out of it now Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I don't like being down, but when I'm down, I'm like down for a bit. And I was, and um, I'm fine now, but you all, Abby and mom, crack me up let me let me start there I know we may have already talked about it briefly at on the last episode but they love me so much and they're warriors anyway so then they worry about me and I like completely you know just shut down and I'm like yeah I'm fine guys mom's like let's go to lunch let's go to dinner I'm like mom you have to know me as your daughter at this point that is the last thing that I want to do is leave the house and go to dinner um tell me the words that I have written down if you well I can click on them I guess I forget that I can click out of here hold on let's see here um okay so let's talk about something we preach on here it it's really hard to practice what you preach let's start there it's so much easier to just tell you all what to do and then us not well, I'm speaking for myself, not Abby, but us not do the same thing. I was about to say. <laughs> so being, choosing yourself, because I think we've sort of preached that since the beginning yeah. of us starting the podcast, whether it was like during the holidays, if something was not filling your cup, then like, you know, just we, we acted like it's easy, as easy as just don't show up, you know, choose yeah. you. and what I've found out over, I mean, a lot of time, but over the last couple of weeks is choosing yourself when you have to hurt other people in the process. There is, I mean, there's other feelings like that, I'm sure, but that is a really hard feeling, especially when you are a people pleaser and you avoid conflict and all the things that would come with having to hurt, hurt people. Um, that is harder for someone like me than if some, if, if someone hurt me and that's a heartbreak on me, I'll be fine. Like that's, you know, that's really, you'll be down bad for a little bit, you'll be fine, (laughs) but you'll be fine. But when you have to choose to put yourself first and, you know, there's no big, there's no big, you can't put the blame on someone else because I mean, as human nature, we love to put the blame on someone else. If we can take it off of us and put it onto someone else and somehow rationalize that that's why this needed to happen, then that makes you feel a lot better about yourself. But what I've realized is I'm 27, right? 
that is still young there and hopefully there is still a lot of life out there left to live but you hear from so many people and I don't know I'm trying not to go into really too many details honestly because this isn't just my life that you know is getting displayed on the Mm -hmm. podcast or social media but um you know there's a lot of life left to live and you you have to your kids see everything and when they're six years old or seven they're at a really vital point in their emotional health and they remember you know we hear from experience that they remember everything they remember if um you know, mom and dad were fighting or never got along or the house that they grew up in. But when you, when you think, you know, what your kid needs, when you really don't, it's, it's just really hard to put yourself first. And there, I mean, there's a lot more to say, and I'll be happy to discuss it in detail outside of the podcast. And if anyone else you know what your kid wants though, don't say if, you know, don't say that, like, and you don't know what your kid wants, because you know, that Kingston just, you know, you're not, you're not Kingston specifically, but everybody's kid just wants happy parents who love them. And, and that's, you know what I'm saying? That's what you've done. Right. So. Right. And you, and you think that, you know, everybody always says, no, they want two happy, loving parents. And then you it's think, yes, you think in the moment, well, I don't know that that could just be everybody in, in the same house. And, you know, that's what they're used to, but sometimes you have to make decisions that, um, Adele song easy on me. Like literally as soon as that released (laughs) is when this whole, like, choose yourself music is just a wonderful thing. Um, but, and especially people that can write, you know, lyrics like that and just speak to people, but that song specifically has, I mean, yeah, it definitely hit home. Um, and it talks about putting, you know, two other people first for so long. And then finally you have to, you know, just put yourself first and realize that you, I I can't be the best version of me or the best mom Mom. to Kingston if I'm drained with 40 other things. And, um, I feel like I can truly be, you know, the best person for him. And we know as you get older, kids, I mean, once they're in their twenties and can truly reflect on life, I say all the time, I, I I could not imagine our parents being married. Like that would be the weirdest, wildest thing to me. Abby, I'm sure can't imagine that because she remembers different parts, Mm -hmm. but to me in my head, I'm like, how did these two people even um, connect to have three babies? Like, you know, what, what happened there? Um, You know, but then you, there, there's so much that goes on in your head when it is when there's kids involved um essentially I was going on to something else but I forget where my mindset even was at the moment but I'm here to remind you that even if you know you should choose yourself and you know that's what's best and that's what you preach to everyone else that it's not easy and especially when you avoid emotions and conflict when you have to be in tune with those and it all comes out, you feel like you're at a really rough place. Not as in like anything crazy. Right. You're just, you can identify when you're down bad and you're just want to be in the house. Like I was by myself last Saturday night 
Abby was in Lexington. I felt guilty all Sunday, but I just could not go to mom's house to be with her. That's just, I just couldn't. She wanted me to be there and I did want to be there. But, um, you know, sometimes you're just stuck in the house and I don't know, it's okay to feel every single emotion because last week at this time, I was like a freaking wreck. And then this week, everything is completely fine. Well, not completely fine, but I'm fine. If we had recorded this podcast, you probably would have cried, guys. You guys would have actually seen Amy cry. You absolutely would have. And so that's why I was saying we really should have recorded them because now I'm like dry. (laughs) I seem like I don't give a shit. Emotions are out of it. Give me a few (laughs) seconds and I'll conjure up some tears. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, So we got a lot of, uh, we got a lot of feedback about how many times women and men cry. Oh, yes. Um, Because I think people were, well, not even surprised. They weren't surprised. They weren't surprised either way. They were just commenting on how their emotions have changed over the years. And I'm not going to like say names, but one of my good friends was like, um, wait, let me think of the situation. Oh, yeah. One of of my best friends was like, um, used to, I would cry three and a half times in like a couple years, Abby. And now... You know, she's been through some more emotional trauma in the last few years, but like now she's like, right now I'm at a place where I'm crying three and a half times a day. And I'm like, well, you know, we've all been there. We've all been like, you were there last week. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not, yeah. when you're going through shit, I cry all day. So I couldn't even keep track of how many times I'm one of those people that I am. And this, I do not like, I'm, I'm fine with being emotional and crying over things. Cause I also feel like extreme joy over little tiny things, but right. What I don't like is how easily my emotions are triggered and like by others. I hate that, right? Yeah. So yeah. I remember this specifically, like a couple of years ago, I was at work and Nick and I were fighting, but he's not one of those people that will send like long text fights. Like <laughs> no, absolutely older, not. Like not his thing. He'll be um, like, we'll talk when we get home if we want to talk. Like, no, yeah. I need to talk about this all day and get yes. this solved before we reach the house. So I was crying. Finally, I just like, you know, I got my shift covered. I left work and went home because I cannot function Mm-mm. when things I'm, are off yeah, balance. Yeah. I hate that. Mm-hmm. But. I'm, I'm, I feel like I used to be that way. Um, like if um, I was going through a breakup or a heartache or yeah. something, I'm like, I literally can't go to work today. Yeah. But I guess that's with um, growth because I was, I think, with, I, mean, I think with motherhood comes toughness. So you've become, yeah, and I, I mean, I don't think anybody at work even listens to this, yeah. but I could almost guarantee that they have zero idea. Anything's different in my life, like at all. Um, really? Yeah. Well, actually, so Lisa, she is just super in tune. Oh, I yeah. was, um, I was telling her to massage something out of my back. You know, it was like a nod or something. I'm like, just dig your elbow in. And this was on, this was on Wednesday. Yesterday morning, she shows up with a gift and it's one of those like heat intense massagers for my back and then Epsom salt for the bath. And I'm like, Lisa, I know. I'm like, that is literally so nice that you went home and even thought, wow, Amy like seemed really, you know, stressed out today. Let me bring this to her. I'm like, that was super thoughtful. And Lisa that I'm talking about, she, her husband has a brain injury and her mom, who's like in her eighties lives with her as well. And so work is actually like her escape. Like she has a lot going on. So the thought that, you know, I even crossed her mind to bring a gift. I just love 
kind people that, you know, always remember others. I'm not always the best about that. I mean, I mean, well, sometimes I like, like Abby has that same mindset where she'd go home and be like, wow, what could I do? Because she seemed like really stressed, but they're good, you know, gift givers. And see what I was thinking is that you actually are really good at like, if, if I'm down, except when I'm sick, but um, but (laughs) if I'm like down or if anybody, any of your people are like down, you remember to check in. And that is, I cannot explain or express how important that is. Okay. I'll just say it. It's important to me. Like it is important to me that when I'm upset, the, the three or four people that I'm closest to check on me. And maybe that's holding my friends to an expectation that they are unable to meet. Okay. Maybe it is. And I know that that's terrible and that. I don't think that is, that is though, because we have certain expectations within us. Like I can say nothing at all. And I know like Abby knows when something is off without me saying that you and mom and Chelsea and Lindsay are like that a lot with me. Like if I am the weird, like just the slightest. Oh yeah. Yeah. Tone via text, you know, you know? Um, but I think it's also because like the people that we're closest to, we consider family. And so it's not just like a best friend or a friend, you know, these are, I don't know. I'm, I'm close with some family and I'm not so close with other family and just, just like my friends. So like with friends, some of them are family to me. And I kind of, once you're family, I expect, I do have expectations. Right. I'm needy. I've expressed that. I've told you that I've given you an out. If you want out, get out. Yeah. You know, beforehand at this point, if you're wanting to be in Abby's friend group, but when she says she's needy, like, no, not, not really at all. Mm. I'm, I'm, you can be friends with both of us and have the best of both worlds because I'm not (laughs) needy at all. (laughs) Shoot me a text and, um, we're every and once in a while and we're if you want to talk on the phone you got Chelsea so see if you're just friends with the three of us like you've got it made <laughs> yeah because there will there will be sometimes that I want to talk on the phone but I can't remember when it was like a week or two ago Abby kept trying to get me on the phone I can't remember what it was and I'm like oh I guess I'll just have to find time to make this call because like on the way you know to and from work I'm like yeah I don't want to feel that with a phone call because I'm enjoying mm-hmm. silence what's annoying for me is I feel like So in the evenings, once I'm home, whether I get home at 5.30 or 7, whatever, I'm done. I'm not talking on the phone anymore. Yeah. If you catch me in the morning on my way to work or before work or at work, any of those times, lunch, I'll talk on the phone. I'll even talk on the phone my whole drive home. But but I talk all day long and I'm not trying to like say I'm not being a martyr at all, but I literally, you guys, I talk and I kind of like, especially this week, it's not just talking, it's kind of putting on a performance. I mean, honestly, so like I am drained and dad has called me the past, like three times he's called me, it's been six o'clock and I just cannot give that the energy. So I call him back in the morning. I can't do it. Like, I know that's awful, but I'm just being honest on the podcast. No, there's certain times and I'm pretty sure I can't remember the last time that he called me. Oh, I think it was Valentine's day actually. And dad is actually really good at reading people too, but he's been on, um, they, they've been out of town. I won't put details on there, but um, he, they've been out of town for a little bit. And there's certain 
people that, you know, like, I don't know, I could tell mom something and I'm like, just shoot to the point. Don't ask questions. Like, this is what it is. Don't bother me with it. Well, dad's a little more needy than that sometimes. And so I'm like, I know my energy wasn't there on the phone call. Are they back today? Yeah. I don't know, but they're supposed to be. Okay. I talked to him today. And I'm like, point. he knows, I'm like, he knows I'm going to be off and he's going to call and want to have like an energy yeah. conversation. And yeah, here's yeah. what I'll say about that. And this is just my perspective. I'm not speaking for my sisters and I'm not divulging, divulging like any of their personal opinions or feelings. So just putting that out there for me, dad doesn't know how to like, as he's great at reading people and he's a people person and he's great public speaker but like he doesn't read my emotions very well so like if I'm going through something maybe he thinks he's okay maybe he does read them and think he's doing the right thing if I'm emotionally down maybe he it it may be a difference in guys and girls to be honest I was just getting ready to say that he's a very masculine man who raised three at this point pretty feminine daughters um but he's a really good girl dad I don't mean that it's just that he, when I'm down, like, I don't need positive bullshit energy. To me, that's toxic positivity. <laughs> right. Like, like right. I need to. I think like, that's part of his public speaking and where he's been in leadership so long. Yeah. Like, that's just, you know, sort of what he's groomed to. Yeah. But I do think it's, no, he knows exactly how to read people and knows when something is off because I think he's been around a lot of different people. But it's a huge difference between guys and girls approaching and every part you have got to figure out your love languages if you don't know it because every single relationship if you see that quiz and you think it just has to do with like oh I'm not in a relationship I don't need to do that no every single relationship that you form is going to be completely around that Um, I'm so glad you brought this up because I have been battling saying this in my head for a while I very much want under want to understand how others need love and attention yes. and affection. Like, for example, I've said this before, talking on the phone, I talk all day long. It's not something I really want to do. But when I have a phone conversation with Chelsea, I am fulfilled. Okay. So I try to make it a point to have phone conversations with her because I know that's her preferred communication method. So my point is that I would like people to all try to figure out everybody. And I know that's a lot of pressure on people. But try to figure out how your people like to communicate or best receive communication. Yes. I mean, it, it's make or break. Someone can love you more than anything in the world. But if they love you the wrong way, it, it essentially, it, mean, it doesn't mean nothing. That's not what I mean by that. But if someone loves you with everything in them, but they don't love you the way you need to be loved. Yeah. It, it's just, it, you can't, you can't receive you can't receive all of that love because that's just not how you want it. Um, for me, I love, um, you know, acts of services and words Mm -hmm. of affirmation. Mm -hmm. Mm Um, and then quality time is right there too, but quality time for me. Um, I mean, that could just be like somebody sitting on the other side of this sectional, us like sending TikToks back and forth and like laughing at them at the same time, like, you know, just little things. Um, receiving gifts is absolutely at the bottom of mine. Yeah. You could put, you could have all the money in the world. I'm never going to like be that person that I don't know would expect for us to go out and buy a Birkin bag, whatever those are. I just hear about them in rap songs, but um, I, and that's just not how 
you could give me the whole world and send me 25k and that's going to spark nothing for me. <laughs> I'll put it in my savings mm-hmm. and I'll use it, but um that's going to spark nothing beneath me. If you send me like a message each morning or something and yeah. this could be Abby telling me she loves me or you know like somebody in an actual relationship. But if you start my day that way, that's going to be way more meaningful to me or me coming home to dishes done or clothes put up like that. That means way more to me than, you know, you ever buy me a gift or, you know, physical touch. And I think, you know, they can be altered to whoever, Mm -hmm. you know, different people bring out different things in you. Um, And so many times I think we see on TikTok too. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you Mm -hmm. off. Um, Is I mean, we'll see a lot of things like, you know, somebody was in a relationship for however long and then all of a sudden they're with, you know, someone else and seem to be essentially living their best life. And I'm like, that's exactly what I mean by they weren't loved right for however long. And then all of a sudden they are. And that's fine. Like, that's what they've been wanting. So, you know, it's okay to. And that's not even dogging the person they were with. It's just that two people's, what they wanted didn't match up, you know, or what they Yeah, and we have to normalize that more. Yeah. Well, Uh, I mean, my thing has been, we have to normalize a successful relationship does not mean till death do you part. And that I understand that that marriage, that is what marriage means. Okay, like I get that. I'm not trying to take away anybody's religious marriage. It's weird, isn't it? We'll get back to that. But if you're just saying, was it a successful relationship or not? You cannot, you can't just look at everything as a failure if it didn't work out in the end. Like to me, I'm not saying you may not look at them that way. I'm not telling you all how to think of things, but I'm just saying to me, a relationship isn't a failure just because it wasn't a FBA part. Yeah. And I was thinking the other day about marriage and just, you know, a little bit of how, how weird it is that in order for some people And it's okay. I'm not saying you're wrong because this is what like the whole world is built on is the idea of, you know, being married and doing it this way. But is, you know, you stand up and read off these words that have been, I mean, some people write their own vows, but that have been scripted off and, you know, say all these things. I I don't know. It's just a weird concept to me that, you know, till death do us part in sickness and in health. And we're like literally nothing nothing else. This is it. You're committed to me. And I, I don't know. It's just a weird concept. Not say I don't want, um, like I'm, I'm not somebody that wants to be out here with four different husbands and in uh, like a poly relationship or whatever. I don't want that at all. But I just think the whole concept behind marriage is, um, yeah. strange sometimes. And, um, I, I do think there are soulmates though. Do you for sure, but not um, just one. I mean, there's no yeah. way that there's just one person in the world that matches up to your soul and you've got to somehow find them whenever I just sit in the house and don't go anywhere. <laughs> I won't, I will not find them, I guess, unless they follow me back on TikTok and I can message them or something. I don't know, but um, I, do think that, I mean, there's some people that you just, you know, you'll start having a conversation with and that can be like, you know, a, a friend or be like somebody that you actually see potential in a future with and you're like wow like I don't you know you're just so in tune with certain people yeah and I feel like when you have that connection all of a sudden even if it's brief even if just like that 
you know, like when you were in high school and you'd stay up until 4 a.m. on the phone and you're yeah. just talking about like a bunch of shit and you're like, oh, you know, the next morning you wake up and you're like, wow, I, I could really be in love with them, you know? And you're not even tired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but sometimes those brief soul connections, you're like, wow, the, our, our past crossed, even if it was just for the night for, you know, a reason. Yeah. I don't know. There's so many relationships out there that, you know, there's actually so many people that I've came across in my life, you know, and I'm sure the same for you, you would have no, you, you would have no idea who they are. You'd have no idea they're in my life, but you know, like if something happened to them or I just happened to be on yeah. social media and something happened to them and no one knows that I was ever a part of their life. Yeah. And those kind of things can hurt you so deep because you, you have connections with people that others don't even know about that. Um, I don't know, you know, yeah, I have this conversation. Okay. I have this conversation with people a lot where like, so, like I've had people message me who were very close with our Amy on Facebook, but mm-hmm. never talked to her really outside of Facebook. And they were hurt like really bad when she passed. Right. And like, no one ever knew to comfort them. And I don't know, you know, that, that, that happened with you with a man recently, yeah, right? I was about to say, um, my, not a, my not friend, a man like on the side, <laughs> a friend's, a friend's grandfather passed away recently. And he was somebody that I never really talked to my family about. I mean, knew, knew I sent him cards, but not, like, you know, I didn't say like, this is what the card says. Like we wrote each other cards. Every time he would get my card, he would text me and ask about the cats and like, just a good man. And he passed away. I sent him a card on Thursday. And he had told me he was having some surgery and she texted me on like Tuesday or Wednesday that he had just passed. And I just couldn't believe it. Like it wasn't, I don't know. It was just the saddest thing because I felt we had such a strong relationship, but because and I you had, did. right. Yeah. And we did, but because that wasn't like a, I, yeah. I literally guys, I text Chelsea, Lindsay and Amy. And I was like, guys, I'm not trying to be weird, but I just want to let you guys know that somebody close to me passed away, but it's not somebody that you all know. It's just, I feel a really close connection with this person. Um, and I'm just kind of sad right now. Nick and I were in the car together and I mean, he's a, you know, 80 year old man, <laughs> like, but it, I just wanted to like, I'm a connection person. You all know that. So I felt weird being upset over something and not telling Chelsea, Amy and Lindsay because right. they would be weirded out if they knew I was crying and hadn't told them. So, and your feelings are, are so valid, valid. whether you're right. Abby or anybody else. <laughs> I mean, who do you owe an explanation to that you're sad about anything happening in right. your life, whether that's somebody passing away or whether you really wanted to hear from somebody that day and you didn't. And I mean, it can be, it can be anything. Something I've realized over the last, you know, I don't know, a couple of weeks is my feelings, no matter what they are today, where I'm completely fine and dry and numb, my feelings are valid because I went through a low Valley last week and I've already experienced that. Yeah. And it, it's, it's okay. And I feel like men shout out to men because you all have really came so far in your emotions. And, and being able to, gosh, the, I don't know, the, I hate how crying used to make men weak. Like that's what like fathers would preach. And I'm so glad you're all breaking those barriers. And if you don't want to cry, don't cry. Like that's not your thing, but be in touch with your emotions and don't let like the stigma around men just being so angry is because of built up feelings that they were never allowed to express unless it was in the form of them seeing their dad beat them with a belt or 
you know, how in any way is that healthy? We won't get on the topic today of <laughs> how to discipline your children, but if you watch euphoria, think Nate's dad and think how you wouldn't want your son to be raised like that. That's all I have to say. <laughs> the second I feel like Kingston off in any way, like if we're driving to school and I'm like, wow, we both just been quiet the whole time. Like anytime he's ever wanted to cry about something, yeah. like, please let all of your emotions out. And, and Tevin is the same way with him. He, you know, obviously if you look at Tevin, he's like a big guy <laughs> that you would assume, you know, is, you know, yeah. never weak or anything, but he is very much okay with Kingston. You know, he tries to teach him to be strong, but there's a difference. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. absolutely okay to, to cry and feel whatever you're feeling. Cause if it starts right now, well, so if you're a parent, if, please like, don't yeah, do I mean, that. Think if Kingston was crying in his room quietly alone about something and you didn't know, you know, and oh. then he took those feelings to school. And I'm obviously I'm not creating a narrative for King, but think no. of any random kid. Yeah. Like I'm sure a lot of people have seen the thing on social media this week about a little 12 year old boy taking his own life because of bullying. Oh. And I just yeah. honestly, like I've read the mom's perspective and the dad's perspective and I've seen the pictures of his sisters holding him. And I, uh, let's just, it's one of those days where I do have to kind of cut it short. So I apologize, but let's just end with like, be fucking kind. How about that? Like, yeah, be nice I, today, be nice to everybody. Teach your children to be nice to people. Yeah. And that, that's it. Uh, sorry. This has been all over the place. Um, yeah, it's been an emotional episode guys. We've talked emotions, <laughs> but yeah, just be kind. And, and if, if you weren't in the moment, go back yeah. to that place Amen. and be like, Hey, Amen. I, I came through this drive through earlier and something had just set me off right before I approached the window. And I had to come back and tell you that that's not me. And I apologize, yes. um, you know, saying sorry that. and doing the action with it. Oh my gosh. We'll go. We'll go so far. I've, I've done, done that, that to a customer before. Yeah. I've been a little bitchy, you know, and not even, they probably didn't compared to how Karen's treat you know, drive-through workers and shit. Not that that gives me an excuse, but they probably didn't even notice it. But I was like, my tone was off with her and she does not know me or deserve that. And so like, I apologize, but something we should probably touch on in the, on the next episode is the ability to change your mind, the ability to forgive, yes. the ability yeah. to ask for forgiveness and not stay married to ideas that are stupid that just because of your pride and ego. Right. And it's okay if you felt a certain type of way and then you learned more and no. your, in your decision changed. We, we are in the, you know, culture of canceling mm -hmm. everyone so quickly that they wouldn't even have time to, you know, readjust their mindset and, and, and change their views. Well, I'm going to have this episode out today. I just don't know what time yet. Um, so it's okay. Friday. You guys will receive an episode today. I'm sorry. Work sweeping in. It's I know I'm Friday. It's one Friday a month for me, but you all, we love you. Thank you so much. Love you. Have a wonderful weekend. Go cats. Thanks for tuning in to All, all in, in with, with the, the Allens. Allens. Oh, that was good.